Hey, this is my second recording uh, in an ongoing conversation um, that I started um, with a baseball story and a relationship I tried to develop between the idea of baseball and, and baseball umpires calling balls and strikes. And um, I finished with connecting that to, connecting that to um, epistemology and the concepts of epistemology. So I think I covered that fairly well, and what I want to do now is sort of view that same story about three different baseball umpires through the lenses of developmental psychology and, and think about it um, in a way that I probably hadn't thought about in the past, going a little deeper than just basically understanding that the three baseball umpires see the world differently, they see their jobs differently, they know what they know through very different lenses. And I want to look at that same story through the lenses of three well-known, three or four well-known developmental psychologists, and I'm going to start with Piaget. In other words, what would John Piaget think of that baseball story? Well, first of all, I think Piaget would, would maybe be entertained by the story. Um, I think he would fundamentally like the fact that the story was about epistemology and that it was trying to give a um, understanding of epistemology um, that may enlighten others because they're now seeing the same problem through at least three different lenses uh, and maybe when thinking about the individual baseball umpires they're seeing uh, that those individuals are different for for reasons their their way of making meaning their way of knowing um, reflects their their development of knowing and so I think Piaget would uh, be entertained by it hopefully but also see it through that lens in fact I think Piaget would probably say um, that the three different umpires have different schemas different cognitive schemas um, in other words they have a different way of calling balls and strikes and much of while much of Piaget's um, developmental theory focused on children it, it did focus on subject and object and that balance uh, between the two and I think that's what we were seeing uh, in that example of the three different baseball umpires they both have a very different relationship with subject and object and there's a, a subject object balance that's being described as they describe uh, the difference uh, the differences in way they call balls and strikes I think Piaget uh, would see the baseball story as an interaction of the subject, the umpire, with the object, the object of knowledge, the baseball, or the ball and the strike. And further, uh, you know, while the rules of baseball are, you know, by and large objective, in a sense, um, they can be quite specific to the physical circumstances in which they're being applied, and, and the subjectivity nevertheless enters into the picture. Because an umpire must make snap decisions, where human senses may not have perceived all the available data perfectly, right? And so I think Piaget would be somewhat entertained, just like his study of children. Um, this is a study of adults making a, an interesting subject-object decision. They see it differently. There's, an, there's a, a balance that takes place and a shift from subject to object to constructivism. Um, the first baseball 
umpire is much more subjective. I call them like I see them. The second one is much more objective and the balance has shifted to object. I call them what they are. And then the third one, uh, they aren't anything until I call them. I think the subject-object balance shifts one more time, maybe a little bit back more to subject, but he also has a, a very different worldview. Uh, you might even argue he's much more of a constructivist. He's constructing his reality. Um, so that subject-object um, balance is, is being uh, played out in how they call balls and strikes. Um, I think Piaget would maybe use the word equilibrium to talk about that balance. Uh, he would probably talk about assimilation and accommodation where uh, the baseball umpires as they progress through those stages are assimilating new information and maybe accommodating it into their cognitive schemas uh, and eventually maybe even use words uh, like evolutionary truce as that balance is sort of achieved and that maybe tension between the two balances uh, reach a state of equilibrium. I think Piaget would, would also maybe like the, um, the concepts of differentiation and integration, where in differentiation, uh, the baseball umpire kind of creates the object um, and talks about the object in different ways, uh, and then the integration being um, the creation of, of a relationship to it and describing that relationship to it. I call them like I see them. I call them what they are. They aren't anything until I call them. All of that has differentiation and integration in that evolutionary truth that I mentioned a moment ago. Um, I think um, Piaget might say, um, you know, this is a pretty good example of how I become aware of something as I differentiate from it. And then I establish a, a relationship with it. So that's that evolutionary truce that's eventually reached. Um, some of this, I think, is articulated well by Keegan, who I want to talk about next. Um, but certainly Keegan would call this a Piagetian approach, viewing meaning-making from the outside descriptively, and, and how that has a powerful um, conception of that activity probably naturally epistemological, and it's about balancing and rebalancing of subject and object, or self and other, or observer and observed, or in this case, umpire and baseball. So let's move on to uh, Keegan and build on the Piagetian approach much as Keegan does.